Hello everyone and welcome to a new episode of Dubai Stars. I've always said it, I'm gonna always say it. Everyone can make something very big in this city and tonight we have a very special guest. We have Mrs. Jade Morris straight away from the UK building a legacy, a dynasty in Dubai and here she is in flesh and blood and she's gonna explain everything to us how she made it. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, it's an honor to be invited and yeah, I look forward to seeing where this takes us. I know that like, you're not always on social media. Few people know about you, but I know that you had this, such an amazing run in Dubai and it's not it's still even young. For sure you're going to achieve triple and ten times more than that. So Jade, uh, you are born and raised in the UK. Yes. And uh, my first question that I ask every guest I'm having, what brought you to Dubai and why Dubai? <laughs> okay, so um, why Dubai? Actually, crazy story. Um, 2012 was slightly tough year for me and I was looking for a new job when my boss at the time sent me a job advert for Dubai saying, do you want to earn 250,000 pounds a year tax free? And I was like, wow, what is this place? Is yeah. it real? So I typed Dubai into Google and lo and behold, all these amazing places pop up. And I'm like, wow, this is crazy. So I call a recruiter in central London who was trying to help me find a job in the estate agency in central London. Um, I ask him, is this real? And he says, Jade, it's possible, but there is no salary. So if you go there and you do not sell, you are coming home. Mm. So I'm thinking, I'm like, okay, let me see what Challenging. I can sell. <laughs> what can I sell to get me a ticket to Dubai? So I was very lucky actually, because at the time I was in a, a really, really high amount of debt in the UK. So I had only my car that I had fully paid for that was mine. So I managed to sell it for 4,000 pounds, about 20,000 dirhams. And I quit my job and I jumped on a flight within like literally two weeks. Everyone told me I'm crazy. I even signed the declaration to declare yourself as a non-resident of England. Yeah. And everyone was like, Jade, what are you doing? Like, what if you come back next month? I was like, oh, it's fine. We'll sort it out. But I left and I came and that was it. I was on the flight and I came to Dubai. Uh, talk to me about the, the, the mixed emotion you had between being scared, excited, a new city, a new place. I, I think... I think more than anything, because I was in such a tough place in England in 2012, I think there was nothing to lose. Yeah. I was kind of, I never ever felt in a weird way, even though I was born in England, I never felt like I belonged there. Like my luck is not there. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in, in a way, everyone has that one place where they will thrive. And for me, Dubai is my place. Even if I go home now for a visit, something bad always happens. And, and everyone's like, and everyone's home. like, everyone's like, Jade's coming home. Oh, so yeah, I was, um, I was, of course, I was really, really scared, and everyone was telling me I'm making a mistake. So that was a big factor. But there was something, and I cannot explain it. But there was something just pulling me here. I totally can relate. I had the same feeling uh, coming to Dubai, total stranger, no resources, no. No, no one to even count on, you know, if something goes yeah. on, I can feel. But when I came here, I'm like, there is no way I'm leaving this city, yeah. even if I have to take any kind of work. So, yeah, this is like, and everyone, like mostly they have a deadly feeling like, yeah, we belong in here, we have to make it in here. So you reached Dubai. Yeah. Take me from there, guide me from there. So very strange, actually. I 
well, before I came, two weeks before, there was a two week gap, and I, so I started sending CVs online. Now there was one big company um, that's no longer in Dubai, but they wanted to do a Skype interview with me. But I was so shy that I didn't want to come on Skype. So I ended up going for a job where the guy didn't want to Skype interview me. Yeah. And he promised me like three months accommodation, three months uh, car hire. And I thought, look, I really need that. So I landed in Dubai and it was a nightmare. <laughs> From the moment I landed, I, was, I landed at 4.30 in the morning. And by 7.30, I called him and I said, look, I'm ready to come to the office. Where is your office? I'm coming. So he was like, the office is in Albasha. So I said, okay, I'll be there. So I got a taxi there. By 11 o'clock, I was in a Kia Picanto on Sheikh Zayed Road. Like, just like, I'm ready. I don't, yeah. like, I'm ready, I'm here. And um, he thought I was crazy. I definitely was. I was just so, so, so hungry to go and see what it's all about. And I realized very quickly, no one else worked there. We did not have any advertisement on any portals. We had nothing at all. But I still listened to him because he's the only person that I knew here. Exactly. So I didn't have any choice. So I gave him my passport, didn't think anything of it, and started calling all these lists that he was giving me. I was taking on properties in TCOM, downtown, ranches, all over. And then I was just going there and taking the photos, uploading them to a system, but the system didn't exist. There was, there was no portals connected to the system. Yeah, just so yeah. He, then he told me to make my own Divisal account, private Divisal account, and start putting listings on. I thought, okay, yeah, this is a bit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a, I would say it was around one month when I realized he hadn't paid for the car hire. The car hire people called me to pay. Uh, the place that I was staying, they wanted rent. And then I realized so quickly, like this guy hasn't kept with any promise he said to me and I need to start paying. So I paid and I came down to about 10,000, maybe 9,000 dirhams the day that he came to me and said, I'm closing the business down. Wow. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? You brought me here and now you're leaving me do I get a flight home or do I try and make it? And he said, come with me and you've got nothing to lose. But I was so defeated. And he drove me to my company that I'm with now. And we were based on uh, Jumeirah Beach Road at the time. And I remember both the bosses sitting there looking at me thinking, why would we hire you? I was in jeans, an oversized t-shirt, defeated. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, why am I here? And um, they gave me a shot. And it, yeah, from there it's been a... Uh, it's been good times. <laughs> Seven so and a half years ago. He gave you a shot, a shot. Tell us, like, what was the offer, the package you were having? So, um, no salary. Uh, obviously, commission split. Commission split that we have, which is quite standard in Dubai. I don't really want to go into any uh, splits. Um, so Same yeah. like everyone else. Yeah, basically, which is the standard basically 50, standard 50%. 50% uh, you no, get a SIM card. Exactly. Maybe, no, I didn't, I didn't take a SIM card. I have my own SIM card, 50%. And very used um, and exhausted laptop. No, I didn't like a desk. Then. had a yeah. desk there. But for me, it wasn't... I was just... I was so tunnel-visioned to everything that I had no expectation. Like I told you, even today when I come here, I come with no expectation. So even in Dubai, when I came, I knew I was meant to be here, but I didn't know what I was here for. And I didn't know, I, I just wanted to stay. Finding I did way. not want to go home. Yeah. So that was in my mind that that, day, that night that I stayed, um, my boss sat with me in the office until 10 o'clock and we put all the listings on, all the random rubbish that I had found all around Dubai, everywhere. And we put it all on and my phone started ringing the next day. 
It was so crazy. You found a way, like yeah. Uh, like yeah. today, you can say like the most efficient way to get a verified client is through listing, is through digital media, mm. adverts. Like, where do you find your most clientele and the most verified one of them? Because in Dubai, we have something called a prospect. Mm. Someone is wandering, wanderer in the market, and then we have a client who knows what he wants. He just needs to find his proper match. See, so for for me. A lot of my business is done from referrals, like from when, and I specialize in two areas, ranches and Dubai Hills. And for five years, I grew my business in ranches. So a lot of people that I sold to in 14, 15, they come back to me to resell. Dubai Hills, um, obviously only secondary market. I've never worked for the developer. It's always been uh, the secondary market sales. So I built a good name for myself there on the secondary market side. So I, a lot of people, they know of me or they've heard of me. So they call me to give me properties. When it comes to clients, I am so strict on my vetting process. Like, I will not go out. If someone calls me and says, oh, I'm in, I'm in Dubai Hills, can you come meet me for a viewing? Like, no, sorry. Can you tell me, please, all these questions that I have first? And if they're serious, they'll tell you. And if they're not, they will cut the phone. Yeah. So when um, verifying a client, what do you mostly ask for? Firstly, have they ever been to the area? Like, there's... For instance, do you need a maid's room? There's lots of properties in Rochester that don't yeah. have maid's rooms and agents won't even ask that first basic question. They'll bring them for a viewing. What's the point? And then they get there and say, oh, I need a maid's room. So you wasted your car petrol to yeah. come here. Actually, what I find very funny <laughs> that agents don't ask like if this is suitable within his budget. True. They don't ask if Are the client is a cash or you're looking yeah. for a mortgage. And most importantly, they don't ask when I find you the right product. When are you looking to do the exactly. sale? And they keep it as in a gray area. And then someone like yourself will come very knowledgeable, yeah. evaluate their own time and make sure they can do the sale within three or four days. And then that yeah. agent will start saying someone stole him from me or <laughs> yeah. I lost yeah. my chance or stuff like that. So yeah, this is a very, uh, Actually, it's essential for you to verify he's a proper client by asking the right questions, getting all of your info, doing the image, and then you can start doing True. the viewings, whether from an area to another. Once yeah. you know everything yeah, is so very Yeah, and I think that agents that go that extra mile and just ask these questions, they're, they're the agents that it's, it's like not rocket science. Yeah, yeah, it's, right. it's, it's like it. a menu, you have to follow <laughs> it, and like, then you will get the This is the basics. Resource. This True. is the basics. The negotiations are actually, you know, where people shine now. Because if you are a true negotiator, these are the people that are doing well. Mm -hmm. um, but these basic things, I think every agent should be doing this. And if you're not, or you can't even be bothered, like some people pick up the phone and go, hello, like, where's your energy? Yeah. Dude, this person's about to spend like a million dirhams, two million dirhams, three million dirhams. And he's feeling and, good about and, it. And he's feeling you know, good, and you're yeah. like, hello. <laughs> Oh, yes, who's this? <laughs> Who is what this? What do you want? What, yeah, what do you want? <laughs> Why are you calling me? <laughs> so, Jade, for you to reach this level, sure. for sure you had to do tons of mistakes. So of that's why we're going to go back. <laughs> when you did the listings, when oh. you went everything, the phone started ringing and tell us what was your main mistakes oh. you were doing that people can avoid it nowadays. Whoever is listening Sorry. to us can avoid it. My first ever mistake that I made is so unbelievably crazy, but there was um, a client that was looking to rent in the Springs. So I'd taken them, this my, I'd never done a rental before, 
So I'd taken them around and uh, they were like, look, you, they, were, they sent me messages like, you are the most professional agent I've ever met. We're so happy to work for you. And I was like, just buzzing. Like, yeah. I didn't even earn any money, but I was like, this means so much because it means I stand a chance. So um, I started sending them. I thought that basically I could send them like links of other people's properties and then we would share the commission. Yeah. So I, I called the guy and I'm like, did you see the links that I sent? And he was like, yeah, thanks so much, Jade. We, we took the first one and I'm like, okay, great. So I go to my boss and I'm like, I think I've done a deal. <laughs> and then he's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, they're taking the, the one that I sent them. And he's like, Jade, did you call the other agent? I was like, no. And he's like, my boss, wanted, my boss wanted to help me so badly because yeah. he knew that I was so like, oh my God, he actually called the other agent. Honestly, looking at it now, it, it's like so funny. He called her and he said to her, oh, like, I'm really sorry to call you. It's like a bit awkward, but you, you had a deal through this guy because of Jade. And yeah. she's like, okay. And she's like, can we give like, like oh. <laughs> and she was like, looking back now, I, yeah. if I was him, I never would have called, but obviously he just wanted to help me. He was like yeah. trying to see if, if he, oh, it was so funny. So it's like, it's always the first experience when you do something good, yeah. it really lifts you up. It mm. puts a fire mm. in you. You, you become exactly. very hungry. You want to do 10 exactly. more, 20 more. But once you feel like you're doing a deal and it did happen and you lost it to somewhere else, yeah. some people takes them a month to recover yeah. from it because they put all of their mindset like I lost. It's not I gained yeah. experience. I lost money. Mm -hmm. And that's where the mindset shifts between people. Look, that's the, the changes. The, the, the problem is with this job, and I think the most thing, you have to be so resilient. Like, you talk about making mistakes, even down to this month, a few days ago, um, quite a big deal, actually, more than 40 million dirhams in Emirates Hills. Really annoying situation has occurred. My A rental agent in my office had a client, and um, he wanted to work with her, and he was looking to buy something large. I said, hand the client over and I'll give you a referral fee because mm -hmm. I believe that you have to vet that client properly. It's like, it's not 10 million, it's not even 2 million. Okay. So anyway, it didn't, she wouldn't hand it over. Um, she went and viewed one of my listings that was not allowed to be listed. It was an off market unit and did the viewing and everything and didn't follow up with the client. And that client has just purchased my property in Emirates Hills through another agent like tough right what do you do you have to be resilient you wake yeah. up and you say okay what to do i can't i know the agent um i haven't said anything to him because for me i believe in karma okay mm -hmm. so if this happens to me today tomorrow this is going to happen to you you know it's all swings and roundabouts and at the end of the day if we had handled the situation differently we wouldn't be in this you situation so i can't even uh, of course it's like annoying but i can't call him and say what have you done? Why have you done this? Blah, blah, blah. Because he's going to be like, well, it came to me. You know? Yeah. So you kind of just, okay. Obviously, that person's very devastated because it's a huge commission and, uh, you know, it would have been such a big thing for her. But you have to wake up. You have to just dust yourself off and forget about it and I mean, move on. There's no one to blame. It's all on you from exactly. the meeting Look, point if, until if, the if, finishing if point. If you want someone to blame, you have to blame yourself. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, if situation was handled differently, it wouldn't have, uh, you know, missed us so annoying. <laughs> but, you know, you still learn every single day. I don't know really, obviously, I tried to have it to be a different outcome, but she wouldn't give me the client. So you can't, you can't force someone, right? Yeah, of course. Guide me through your first year. My first year? Yeah. Mm. 
I mean, our life is like an emotional roller coaster. It's going up and down every day, every hour. See. But I want to know the first year because that's what builds your From character. From the moment that I joined Datcha, I felt amazing. I had 2012, as I mentioned in England, was a very tough year for me. And probably five years prior to that, um, it was it, it was it was hard. So coming here and just just every single day, I remember driving down uh, Jumeirah Beach Road and looking at Burj Al Arab and thinking, I am going to put my parents there. Like the first thing I'm going to do when I make some money, I will put my parents. I checked the price afterwards and I was like, yeah, okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe we'll just start somewhere smaller. <laughs> but the I I had so much ambition and just like you'd look around and you just like I'd drive in Sport City and I'd say one day I'm going to build a building like one day I'm going to own a building called Jade like I'm mm. going to own a building like and I know it I know I am it's like it is you know you've the the whole experience it I just I was addicted to Dubai and every month I never took I I liked going out I liked enjoying myself but a lot of the times my friends would be like okay we're going to ladies night we're doing this and I'd be like no I would be at home like researching floor plans of ranches. And my friend's like, Jade, come on, like, what's wrong with you? Come out. And now she says to me to this day, this is why you researched floor plans yeah. of ranches. So the year actually was fantastic. And in 2013, I was the top earner of the Dacha. From 2013 until the date. Uh, the, the, date that, the date that I started, I started on the 1st of March. So from March to the end of the year, yeah, I became the top earner of the company. The only year that I haven't won it's 2014, and I met my partner that year. So it was okay. a bit like, uh, bit you know, yeah. I was a bitch. Yeah, like, we got the money, we got everything, now let me focus on myself. But then uh, literally after a few months, I was like, now I'm back to it, so yeah. Okay, um, I need to know, because we know like, in order for you to succeed, to close this big, to make this kind of amount, it really takes skills and time management. So I would like to know what would a typical day look to you since you open your eyes oh. until you fall asleep. It's different now with this COVID situation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pass forward. Okay. It's like usually, I'm sure you wake up very early. Usually, okay, normally, um, if we were like pre-COVID, yeah, I'd be up by six. By so six, six o'clock in the gym, come back, six, like by 7.30, I'll be back home. And I normally would be in my office by 9.30, okay. like every day. I'll start time to 9.30. But gym is a ritual, like you have to do it every day. Can you I tell try, us why I you try. do it? Exercise is the most important thing. I know, I do thing. the same. But Even though I hate it. I hate it. I hate the gym. I hate going to the gym. I hate everything. But I have to do it because I found out the day I train, I have energy I easy know. till 9 or 10 p.m. The it's day so that true. I don't train, it's once so I have strange. lunch at 3, 4 p.m., I feel I just yeah, want to... Fall on the desk, you know, like that's it, I'm gone. I don't have energy anymore. So I'm exactly the same. So I, I go through uh, patterns, but the thing is, since COVID happened, I don't want to go back to the gym. So I've been working out from home mm. and trying to incorporate it. But yeah, the day has definitely changed. Before COVID, I would sleep by 10 o'clock every night in the week. Now I'm sleeping like 12. So I'm waking up at like 8. It's like annoying. It's losing like the, yeah, it's like it's like it's like you're having the you're having the difference. But no, um, we had we went through a phase where we were doing all these Zoom meetings every single day, and now most people are back in the office because of the uh, amount and the deals that I did during COVID from lockdown. I've proved to myself I don't need to go 
to you know office. to my office every day yeah. so my boss is being like okay with that which is good because we have quite a strict policy in Dachau it's not like it's not normally come and go it is really you should be there so but it's really worked for me and I actually find you know when you're in the office you get distracted so easily because you start talking to your colleague what have you been up to what's everyone going wants on advice everyone this, wants help yeah. or something so I am actually preferring working from home and I believe that you can do the same amount of work if you work smart in four hours that you can do in 10 hours if you actually work smart and there needs to be a balance because we work so much and the phone will ring Friday morning Saturday evening Monday. like there's no exactly so the, the phone doctors. calls you have to take like I really really do not believe in missing a call sometimes I look at the phone I'm like oh and then I can't help myself I just pick up even if I'm eating which is my my family's like Jade do you have to like, and I'm like yes I do <laughs> so um from that side of things, yes, of course, I'm always on the phone. But now, actual working hours, I would say probably four to five hours a day okay. that I'm working like solidly and trying to find like a an, uh, balance between like still living and not having this consume your entire life. To yeah, enjoying yourself, yeah, a bit also. yeah. Doing the yeah. Balance, of course. Like weekends now are very important to me. I wouldn't work a weekend unless I was doing a signing. Yeah. Yeah. Even Friday, Friday is like it's yeah. off the book. Like we don't yeah. talk about yeah. Friday, but for Saturday, if someone really wants to do something, make yeah. sure it's correct. Yeah, it's at least paying off. On Friday, if I would work on a Friday, if I was signing something or if it was something really important that I knew, like couldn't be held off, then yeah. All right. So basically, you wake up at six. Yep. You go to gym. Yeah. Nine thirty, you're working, mm -hmm. whether you're in the office or yep. at home. Guide me through this, like. When is the best time to make the phone calls? When the best time to make the emails? When is the best time to send WhatsApps? When is the best time to arrange meetings? You know, I'm I'm really not a person for emails. Like as crazy all, as it yeah. sounds, I'm really not. I don't enjoy emails. It's not personal. I think like even WhatsApp as well. I hate people that negotiate on WhatsApp. Like sometimes I will do it if the if the person's really not answering. But genuinely, I think that the most important thing is to get the person on the phone because. It, you know, sometimes you can just be misconstrued over message. And when you're actually speaking to someone or you're face to face, it's a hundred times better. So I feel at my most optimal in the morning, the morning for sure, like 10 till probably lunchtime. I always eat lunch at my desk. I never, ever, ever go to the kitchen and sit with everyone and gossip. I'm not interested. If I want to gossip and talk about stuff, I'll talk about it on the weekend. So that for me, I save my time. And then depending on how my day is, is going, most viewings, meetings would be after four o'clock. So four till Six, seven. seven. Yeah, yeah. That's the best time. But it really, it, it really depends. You know, some days if you have that day where you just can't be bothered and everything's going wrong, the best thing that you can do is take yourself off and go and relax What's and start again tomorrow. Yeah, that's what yeah. I tell everyone here. Yeah. If you're not feeling you want to yeah. work, don't come here, yeah. sit two hours miserable and then go home. Go exactly. sit on the beach. Let it all go out Correct. and then come tomorrow yeah. fresh. Yeah. You know, don't force mm. it because end of the day, we are all humans. We will all get drained Correct. from answering the phone, from sending the emails, from doing the WhatsApps, from even entertaining every inquiry, which let's yeah. say 50% of those are not even proper inquiries. The They're just some people want yeah. to, some people, I tell them, I think you need a friend. You don't need a real estate <laughs> agent. You're lonely yeah. because the typical question you're asking doesn't have to do anything <laughs> with the industry, you know? So yeah, after all of this, we feel drained. We all need to, to, to pause, to restart. And that's what I feel like COVID in a way 
was a blessing in disguise because it showed us all that like, we've been killing each other. We've been in this that I call myself the red race. Even though we're not like the yeah. small reds in here, we take yeah. the full cheese. But still, you <laughs> yeah, have to run. You have to be on top of the game. There's no way like losing up two, three days. You will come. You will be missing something. Even when we take vacations, like I have friends, they were like, oh. "Yeah, we fly July and August." I'm like, "Really? Mm. Like my longest by far." It's been 12 days because yeah. I am worried because when I'm gonna come back, I need one week to be back yeah. in the mood of the work and to do everything again. So I don't wanna miss some months where I can, Yeah, it's gonna be really hard to. For me, I like to take a month every year. I Which is normally, August, I'm assuming. Normally, this kind of time, like June, yeah. July or August, one of the three months. Um, obviously this time it's not happening, but my partner always says to me, he's like, Jade, you chill for like 10 days. And then all of a sudden, it's like a switch came on you and you're working. Like, I, I am working. on. It's like, I might as well be in Dubai. I'm yeah. fully on the phone. I have a package on my phone that I can answer all calls. I can take all calls. So I, I refuse to give my listings to other people. So basically I'm in Dubai, just away. And my partner's like, really? Yeah. And I'm like, yes, really. Yes, so I, 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 touch wood, Every time I travel, I still close a deal. So I'm like, don't worry, you go to my office, my boss is gonna yeah, be there yeah, with a the paperwork. Feeling, so, yeah. but I agree, you do feel like, it's like this anxious feeling when you're meant to travel and you know you're going to travel and you're like trying to figure out like, what if I don't earn? What if I lose my listings? What if this, what if this? And, and you feel anxious. Then when you come back, you're like, right, I've got, to, I've got to seriously work so hard now, so yeah. Tell me what was the, most funny or awkward situation you had with a client? I've had, I'm sure you had a lot. I've, 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 <laughs> I've had many, many, many awkward and funny situations. Oh God. You know, like when you actually think There's about it, it's like, like so hard to, it's like so hard to pinpoint. I had a really, really, uh, well, it's kind of funny, but it's also very, it's awkward, definitely. Um, when you're working in villas, in villa communities, I find that because it's normally families, it's, it's fine as a woman. You know, no one's gonna say anything inappropriate to you. So it's like, you normally meet the wife and the wife always is the decision maker. Had a really strange situation, probably about three or four years ago. And this guy came and he was like, wants to buy an Alma. I was like, great. He was like, but it must be back in the mosque. Like I'm super religious, has to be on the mosque. I was like, fantastic. Because most people don't wanna buy that yeah. villa, so it's cheaper. So found the villa. His wife came, she was pregnant, really lovely woman. She looks at the house, she's like, yes, I, I love it, blah, blah. So then he calls me and he's like, come with me. I was like, what, sign the contracts? And he's like, no, 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 come and meet for coffee. But I, so I didn't think anything of it. So I was like, yeah, sure, I'm, I'll be in Rogers in like hour. So I go to meet him and he starts saying, uh, so what do you think about Rack? Like, in what sense? And he's like, for a staycation. Like, why are you going with your wife? Like, I'll, honestly, I was like so oblivious yeah. <laughs> to what this man was trying to say to me. And uh, then I realized the conversation went on and I was like, oh my God. Like, I, honestly, I was like, I was so offended. And I, I basically, he, I said, look, this is like a professional thing. If you want the villa, you can call me and we'll draw the paperwork. If not, like, don't call me again. So anyway, he messaged me that evening and said to me that if like, I don't go with him to Rack, he's gonna buy the villa for another agent. Wow. And I was like, okay, good luck. Yeah. Blocked him. He brought the villa. Wow. 
<laughs> for wow. someone else. Actually, that's a situation I really <laughs> hate because like I know more than 15 agents. They're amazing girls. They're so professional, but they get harassed. Like, I've seen WhatsApp messages by saying, Yes, if you do this dinner with me, I'm going to buy this penthouse. <laughs> like, you're looking for an investment. Mm. Like, I mean, if you're looking, this is a cheap way, yeah. you know. First of all, because like you're underestimating this person, oh, you're just seeing yeah. them as flesh, yeah. and it's a way or a mean to it's get disgusting. yourself a property. It's yeah. something really bad, and yeah. that's why even in here that I find it, uh, uh, it really triggers me because I don't see even like a group of women being the women empowerment talking mm. about the subject. But yeah. I feel a lot women are really misused in this industry. Mm. See. For, for me, because I am so like strict in how I present myself, I think a lot of people wouldn't say anything to me. But what I don't agree with is the girls that are like laughing, like, ha, ah, and all, and all this stuff, and wearing like kind of inappropriate clothes. Yeah. I, I hate it. And this is why it gives the wrong message. And that's probably why people think that that's okay to act like that. And it's just not. So. It is sometimes the girls I think <laughs> those are the agents that work seasonally, you know, when the market <laughs> is a little down, it's like you can do something else and <laughs> when it's up, we're back in the industry. <laughs> Funny. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry to ask you this. Yeah. Maybe it's like I'm not planning to get into it, but I want to know what are your goals? What is your plan for the next year, mm -hmm. next five years, next yeah. ten years? Yeah. What, like, I, I'm really interested of knowing this stuff, you know? If you don't mind sharing sure. it. So many things. <laughs> I mean, first of all, before jumping to the next five years, when you came to Dubai and yeah. you were fascinated by the city and you said, I want to bring my... So, whatever you had in your mind, did you ever write it down on a piece of, of paper? Of course. Well, I, I, so, I have this uh, folder at home and a lot of my friends actually laugh at me so much. Basically, what I do is at the end of every single December, I write physically, so I have in my notes, but I also have physically wrote down all my goals that I will achieve that year, okay? They go into the folder. I've been doing this since 2014, so the folder is like, it's got also like achievements and like cards from like congratulations and things like that inside. And every year I write all my goals on. At the end of the year, I make it onto Excel, uh, onto Word, I print it out and I highlight every single goal I achieved along with a printout of how much I earned that, that year and it goes into the uh, goes into the folder and every every single year it's just getting it's been my, working. but I also do so then I have that yearly and then every single week I have like this is what I need to do this is what I need I, I believe in writing down things a hundred percent and also I'm very very big believer in visualization like visualization is nuts like I can I love meditating so I can just go off and my partner's like, are you really, is this actually true? I'm like, it is true. I can close my eyes and visualize anything I want. And if you can't, that's where the limit is. Yeah. If you can't visualize it, it's not possible for it and to happen. if you don't believe that you're worthy to have everything that you yeah. ever wanted, you will never see it. You know, true. like there is, yeah, there is the power of attraction. Yeah. There is the power of everything. I still remember in 2017, I was with Sina and Sinan, you're very familiar yeah. with him from and the group of the boys that they are all in real yeah. estate and we were so drunk. We were in the five 
and the yeah. five on the palm. And I remember I stood on the table and I told them from now on, mm. I'm gonna be the biggest owner in this city. And they were like, Anthony, just sit down, order another tequila or whatever it is. Just five days after it, me and Sinan, we start closing <laughs> left and right. And I still remember that day, it was 1st of April. So I sent him three passport copy and credit cards. I'm like, book this units. And they were like, this is your version of April's Fool? I'm like, no, it's <laughs> actually one really these. Book it. And he called me and was like, what just wow. happened? I'm like, don't worry. I'm giving you this month's 20 deals. Oh. And funny enough, that month I did 19 wow. deals. 19. Wow. And I just said it. I didn't have yeah. prospects, I didn't have anything, yeah, yeah. but I believe you that I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to tell them, I'm going to make sure I'm going to be known for this industry. No matter yeah. who you, if you're resident, if you're coming for the city, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to buy Range Rovers, it's going to yeah. be brand new. And I always wrote it down. Yeah. And even the stuff that I haven't accomplished the same year, just the first quarter of the next yeah, year, it will happen. <laughs> you know, I still remember even the amount back in 2016, I wrote a check. Yeah. From I me to this. me. I From do me this. to me. Yeah. Yeah. And I dated it 25th of May 2020 which is um, yeah. when I turned 35 years old and I put it on my closet and I put 5 million balance. So every morning when I wake up I've and the days it. that you don't feel you want to work, you look that's good. the days that makes us. It's I, have it, I have exactly the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so I was every day looking at the 5 million, I'm like, you're coming, you're, you're coming, coming, you're coming, you're coming. And that's what kept yes. me driven. And yeah. now it's like even on my desk, I still write down my goals because yeah. even if I'm having a terrible phone call or whatever, I look at it, yeah. I'm like, you're the goal. Yeah. Everything now, it doesn't matter. I think one of the biggest, biggest, biggest uh, issues that people face in, in this market that they want to be, they, they, they say they are going to be, they say, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. They might even put in the work. I know agents that work 12 hours a day, but don't see the outcome. There's one huge, huge issue lacking, positivity. There's so many people that aren't positive. So you speak to them and they're like, oh... Oh, and they say something, everything they're saying is negative. And who's to blame in this case? In the your person. opinion? No. The person. No, it's the person 100%, but this person is putting himself in a surrounding. All of their Correct. friends are negative. Correct. So if you're chilling with four or five guys or girls and they're whining about the market, the economy, the that's life, a, your parents, eventually you'll end up decision. like them. True. You know what I mean? True. So that's why I always tell the people, your surrounding is the most important. Even if someone is blood, he's your cousin, and he's a negative person, it's okay to stay away from Greet him you on the or yeah, any occasion. You, but you can yeah. Stay away from them. It's like, even for me, when I say family is chosen, doesn't have to be blood. True. It doesn't mean like, if your cousin is doing something like your mom would tell him, do like him. No, that's mm. his situation. Yeah. Surround yourself with winners. And first thing to be positive is gratitude. You're waking 100%. up every yes. day. We're seeing people almost half yes. a million passed away. God rest their souls. You're still waking up every day in a beautiful city yeah. like Dubai, where everything is safe, secured, you have all of the resources, you don't need any more motivation. Every morning, I say to my partner, like, I, well, not every morning, but most days, I will say to him, tell me five things that you're happy for right now. It can be anything. Like, Jade, Jade, tell Jade, me you're happy Jade, for the cat. Like, like, I don't care. Like, tell me you're happy for the shoes that you're wearing. Just anything. Don't even think about it. Just say five things right the second I'm happy for. 
this is important. Yeah. And every day I try to do this. Like I like to meditate in the morning if I get time or when no one else is awake in the house and just go down and just, you know, look outside into the garden and just be so happy. And then if you're feeling like crap day or it's not going good, then just smile and just think about the things that, exactly. you know, or the things it could be you, anything. You want to achieve even, like see what you want to yeah. achieve. It will happen, you know? Like, yeah. You need to visualize, you need the, to see your future. We, you need to be a fortune teller yourself by saying exactly, your own future. Exactly, yeah. definitely. And this is the this is the thing, like some people, they want so badly, like all my friends, they started playing the Emirates Lotto now. You know, it's, they've started. Yeah, the 50 that yeah. <laughs> Everyone's playing it now. Like all my partner's playing it. He's like, I'm gonna win, I'm gonna win, I'm gonna win. And I'm not gonna win that lottery. <laughs> like I know I'm not gonna win, but yeah. I'm gonna still achieve everything through hard work. I know I won't be one of these people that's going to be lucky to just get like bang and I think that life has a funny way of giving you what you are ready to receive this is how I feel True. so if mentally I'm, I'm ready to receive like you know some sort of uh, amount of money if I'm not mentally prepared to look after that amount of money and to take care of it properly or if I just want to go crazy in the mall I'm not going to get it it's when you're actually mentally prepared to handle it that's when I'm going to receive it so Jade, I want to ask you a question, which sure. I really get annoyed when people ask it to me because I feel like they're really disrespecting <laughs> our industry. I'm sure you're getting the same messages over your Insta, LinkedIn, Facebook. Hey, I lost my job. I'm joining real estate. Where shall I start? It's really annoying. What, what do you answer question. them? I'm getting asked this question like five to ten times a day. And some of the some of the messages I'm just getting hi. I'm sorry if you message me and say hi, I'm not yeah, gonna respond to you. I hate it. So I'm just deleting. Yeah. And I hate, you know, I'm so OCD, so I hate having like a thing like the number one showing on mm. any app. Like I, I need to clear it. Yeah. So every time I go on there, I see it. So I'm just deleting, deleting. Uh, the job situation, of course, is absolutely terrible. What's happened to people? Um, but everyone now seems to be trying to jump into real estate, and it's like, okay, the market is going through like this bit of a buoyant time but i can't see that this is going to really last because the oversupply is still there um maybe it's just like going to be for this month or the next month maybe the people that couldn't buy in covid have all of a sudden decided to buy so that's why we're seeing it and i just don't think that every single person getting into this job is the right thing to do um yeah if people are asking me so much and all i say is please watch my videos on my instagram this is why I made, like, I made two videos. Opinion? I made two videos because I'm asked this question so much. Please tell me how to be a real estate agent. There's no magic formula. Go and pick up the phone and start speaking to people. I made a video as well. And I, I, That's I, all I said. I just made please, the video. Please. Real estate yeah. is not your rebound job. It's oh, I haven't rebound. seen this. Okay. So. Maybe you're not following properly, I'm gonna count you on <laughs> oh No, but I tell you something why I don't see these people succeeding. First of all, if you have the mindset of a nine to six, you will fail miserably in here. This is entrepreneurship. As you said, people wake up by five, six, seven yeah. AM, do their training, go to office, send the emails, make the calls, arrange the viewing, send the WhatsApps, then leave the work, come back home, do your social media, do your posting and then in the evening read a book about investment or whatever it is that will yeah. open yeah. your mind yeah. and then sleep we're talking True. about 15 16 hours of killing yourself in order for you to just succeed yeah so you're working nine to six just lost your job you just want to come in thinking it's a walk in the park yeah. it's a walk in hell and back every day people think it's easy 
Like it's, it bugs me so much when people people think that our job is easy. Like, oh, we just show someone a house and then that's it. Like, yeah, yeah sure, that's what's happening. Or why you even you want to claim permission? You just opened oh. the door for me. And like, really? So all it's, of this calling the landlords, getting really the listing, the forms and the One stuff. of my very good friends actually just uh, lost his job, um, World Trade Center. And he called me and he was like, Jade, what do you think? Should I join real estate and see how it goes? And I was like, no. I was like, honestly, if you want to try, go and try. Like, I, I, I would never want to put someone off doing something when they could be fantastic. It could be their calling. It could be for them. But honestly, if you don't like meeting people and you don't love property, don't do this job. I love property. I think the people that are successful in this job actually like negotiating property. The and euphoria you exactly, take, the adrenaline exactly, rush, it's like yes, I'm closing, no, yes. something happens, it's like, okay, it's getting yes. off, it's getting on. It's like, and like, you can, you, can, you can move on, like, being resilient is so important, otherwise you're going to kill yourself in this job. Like, you lose a big deal, you can't sit there and cry about it for two months. Get up, can continue, forget about it, it's gone. But, you know, I, I, it's not something you can teach. So when people are asking you, tell me how to do this job, it's like, Go and find out. Go and pick up the phone and, and, and speak to people that. and it's see like what happens. It's like this job, there's no salaries. It's like, and an average person, it's going to take him 90 days to close a deal. So you cannot just support yourself. You need to pay gas. You need to go yeah. wander around yeah. Dubai. You need to pay off security guards to but come the, somewhere. The problem is you now, need money. so many people have lost jobs. So everyone is seeing like what is moving still. And real estate, if you see all the companies are posting, great time great great this is great great results great results so of course everyone is thinking like i i know now as our company our company's hiring so many people all from social media all the people now that are coming we don't even need a recruiter like our recruiter is like the lettings manager and the recruiter he's actually it looks stuck like the recruiter is losing need, his job now no, he's both <laughs> he's the lettings manager and the recruiter oh, okay. but he's actually stuck in england um now, anyway, so he should be coming back, but he doesn't really, yes, okay, to vet the people, but the people are coming, like, especially Alicia. Alicia's obviously, you know, doing very well on social media, and the culture of our company and our office is so good, so when people come, it's like, so they're expanding, but yes, I can see, and it's like, for me, I, I must come across rude so many times, because new people come, I don't make an effort to get to know them, because... Me too, me too. Why waste your time? Me too. So people don't, think don't automatically people think that you're rude, yeah. and then people are like, oh, and if they like, you know, it builds like that kind of bad feeling. But I just don't. Doesn't like, matter. I'm not there to. Jade, if they want to get to know you, to it's going to be after something. Yeah. We can have yeah. dinner, we can go out, the company yeah. got to go, whatever True. it is. But in the True. morning, I'm making the effort to be here yeah. to make something out of my day. Yeah. Your problems, your social life, everything. Yeah. It's not that it doesn't matter yeah, for yeah. me, but I have better priorities. Yes. So yeah. I finish what I need to do to feel myself. I need to reward myself. And then we can go have a beer, whatever it is, you yeah, can name yeah. it, doesn't matter. But also so even well, I'm in the same situation and here people think like, oh, it's such an ego, doesn't talk to us. No, they have better stuff. But also for me as well, I don't want to become friends with everyone in my office. Like you said, and it goes back to who you hang around with is so important. Like all my, I have a very small friendship group. I don't believe in having hundreds of friends. Quality over quantity, you know, anything. Definitely. And like I would say that one of my two main best friends are actually my bosses. And I see that you get on very well with your boss, I believe, right? The, yeah. That's running here. And together, exactly. Yeah. And you know, it's like it, I look up to them and they have done so well and they've achieved so much. 
but they're also still at the same time they're such good people you know and this is what I'm striving to be in my life be successful but also remain calm and humble and, and nice you know and they're such good role models these are the kind of people I want to be around you know and my friends that I'm, I'm lucky in the fact that my partner actually grew up in Dubai. So I met him in Dubai, but he was, he's been here since he was like 10. Okay. So all his friendship so groups, <laughs> yeah. all his friendship, all his people, all his friends, they went to school here. Mm -hmm. Their families have been out here for a couple of generations. And so they are settled people. It's not like people, you know, like they're going to be in Dubai for six months and then they're leaving and then they're coming. I don't have friends like that. All my friends are people here settled and all with like successful families and backgrounds. I didn't come from that by any means at all. But if you surround yourself with that, you know that your generation is going to be, you know, when you eventually have children. Like when you surround yourself you're with people to, to discuss ideas, that's the blessing. Definitely. So you have three types. You have people who discuss people, yeah. which is so silly, yeah. which will not lead mm -hmm. to anywhere. Because end of the day, no one cares who did this and what Correct. Part. Second, you have people that discuss events, which is okay, but if you want change in your life, yeah. you need to discuss ideas, I promise you. Like every Friday, it's standard, which is on the board, yeah. whatever, in yeah. any place, you know. And if every Friday you listen to us, how many ideas yeah. you get, you yeah. say this guy is like... Yeah. Yeah, because like talking to people and talking to ideas and someone doing something will be an eye-opener for us to do something else to be innovative yes. in this market, yeah. to have the different ideas. Like I still remember when COVID hit, mm. we were discussing with me and him in December, and I was telling him, my majority of investors became international. It's like 90 international, 10% okay. okay. locally. Okay, people jumped to Zoom. I was using Loom. Loom is an app where you where the, they open the brochure for you, and it will give you a screen Wow. It will take a video of you and you will scrolling the brochure and explaining okay, the so location good. and wow. the floor plans and stuff. Really? So I was using that. I was telling him, listen, we need virtual tours. Yeah. It will really be yeah. a game changer. So we had the virtual tours in January and then everyone was looking in March. Yeah. Oh, how did you do it? Like, yeah. buddy, we saw it. We saw it coming. Yeah. We saw everything coming, you know. We knew that's going to be happen a recession, a depression. I don't know. Call it whatever you want to call it. People have been talking about that from 2015. Correct. That 2020 is going to hit. Yeah. No one have thought it's going to be a virus to accelerate yeah. this big. But eventually we were ready for it. Yeah. We didn't have like the issues like what we're going to do in our life. We were sending solutions. Yeah. Everyone had a problem. That's we the had most the solution. important thing. I think, yeah. you know, rather than create so many issues and say, this is a problem. This is a problem. I can't do this. I can't do this. If you keep telling yourself you can't do something, you're never going to do it. Forget about it. And the thing, the thing that I feel I was, that's handled this situation so differently to a lot of other people, I have, after probably the first month, like the first few weeks of lockdown, I stopped talking about COVID. Like I wasn't checking the figures. I refused to even acknowledge it. If someone spoke to me about it, I'm like, that's boring. I stopped watching the news. Like, I'm like, I don't want to hear about it. Decision. I am just continuing. And even when clients would speak to me about it, I would shut it down so quickly. Like. How's it going to affect your life when it's gone in six months? Why are we wasting time talking about it? And then just like, literally my business has continued like normal because I'm refusing to acknowledge it. Yeah. Apart from this mask. Like us too, we were like, we were like no news, we yeah. don't anything. For sure we were seeing the, the world numbers, the figures, True. just to see which are the most yeah. affected countries. 
that's like there is no escape from it but yeah we were not we were not giving our opinions some people were saying like go out it's okay some people are staying yeah. home i stayed neutral yeah. i'm like focus on something very important you're still alive you have everything that you want mm -hmm. even if this will continue for another year yeah i'm fine with it but just find new ideas yeah. and this how to time. adapt yeah. yeah find like how you want to do real estate yeah. how you want to do the holiday homes how you want to do different business ideas maybe sure. i wanted to jump even to that sector of uh, getting medicines or masks yeah. or whatever yeah. so i was open to see because i know in every crisis lots of opportunities would come up Correct. so that's what i was Definitely. focused on in may we went back to work but as i told you because our business model is mostly on off plan we really didn't get affected yes. because we always sell over the phone we yeah. got used to it yeah and now coming back we are jumping a little bit of the secondary few rentals here and there yeah. just to stay fully active and sure. see where this market see is what going happens. Yeah. and now today i was seeing an article which is saying like the market is going through a V curve. Yeah. I really want your opinion about it because I think most of the people saying a V curve don't know what a V looks like. Mm. V maybe they they know the letter, yeah. but yeah. why <laughs> why markets jump on V? And can you tell me your opinion if you see this is going as a V or as a W or as an L? Honestly, uh, this goes back to I haven't. I don't, I'm not overthinking it. I'm just going with it. So like right now, if I would have really thought about it, I never would have expected the market to be as busy as it is now. Do I think it's going to drop again? Yes. That's Do I know what letter realistic. it's going in? No. I don't know, but I cannot see right now. I feel it's a mixture of um, hype because People are showing that there's a lot happening, there's a lot happening, so people are thinking, hold on a second, there's a lot happening. Um, good stock is not really available because obviously the prices were already so low. So a lot of owners don't want to sell, which is understandable. But logically think, logically looking at it and seeing how many Emirates pilots are leaving and how many people will go, yes, it has to come down. And we're going to see a shuffle, like we're going to see lots of people leaving, but same but come, time, come. there's lots I of agree. Europeans, they had sick enough completely. from Europe, they were like, this is yes. a crowded city, we don't yes. want to be in here, we want to come to Dubai. This is exactly what I've been saying to people. And that's yeah. the inquiries I've been getting, people asking me how to open our free zone company, how Fantastic. to open a bank account, what's the best school to put Brilliant. my children in it, and they all want to be in townhouses, which I see you're... <laughs> You're dominating already this sector and it's going to be a guaranteed work for the next five years. Everyone wants to be in townhouses and villas. Look, everyone is, every, especially the White Hills, oh my God, it's like crazy. They're the fake listings, so many fake listings. You could, it, the price could be like 2 million and there'll be fake listings at 1.6. But Just I like, don't think that's their problem. I think it's the portal's fault because there's, they're even doing it on off-plan. Let me give you an example. Last week, we got a call from Imar and they were like, the X1, X2, we still have few floors and we're planning to release it. It's the same broadcast and phone to all of the companies. Okay. 1.45 for a one-bedroom and two-bed 2.4 and goes onward. So I logged into Property Finder to see the listings that has been listed 12 hours ago sure. to put 1,070,000 for a one bedroom. Okay. And nowadays, if I'm going to call a person, then I might have 1.45 and he will see yeah. that listing 
Eventually, he's not never gonna buy from that guy because it doesn't exist. He just listed this property. He will know it's a fake listing, but he's gonna lose confidence of getting more information and stepping to that uh, mindset of getting the information and buying it. So that agent is harming himself, he's harming me, and who's the only person benefiting from it? Supporters, yeah. because they're accepting any listing. They ask us for documents, title deeds, yeah. passport copy, form A, form yeah. whatever it is. Sure. Now why don't you make sure that this owner, that's his price, and verify the listing. Mm. And once you don't have a verified listing, don't list it. I think it's a hard one because at the same time, a lot of companies will not be happy to give phone numbers for owners to... Don't give a phone you know, number. So how you can to, keep how, the phone how number. You can keep the phone number, you can keep everything, you can get a letter signed from the landlord and the but same signature. Is, but the whole point is that, that that's what the point of the Form A is. The, the Form A has to be signed with them and you have to take the DLD, um, permit. The DLD permit. A lot of agents are cheating it. Like we are, we're going by the book and I know a lot of the big companies are, but there's a lot of agents that are just putting on anything with fake permits, with all this stuff. It, it, this is killing the market. If this was cleared up, I can tell you there would be a completely different market and I think we're heading that way I really do because we were sitting in DLD recently and the guy that's running all this permit stuff was asking me he was like how do we manage this how do we handle it and I said look you know it's all the listings are fake what, what yeah. to tell you you got the first four pages shoppers, the first four pages yeah, they, they, see, see they do they have mystery shoppers but the problem is with these mystery shoppers is so obvious they call you and it's like it's it's definitely a local you know person. Like, okay, <laughs> you it know doesn't. They don't. They, they don't even know the community that they're calling for, and they're like, "Meet me outside the villa." And if it's like ranch, they could say Wadi Al Safa. Like, who would say Wadi Al Safa? Yeah. Only the land. <laughs> <laughs> and you, because you know it. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, I, I there needs to be um, there needs to be more done, but slowly it happens, right? The transition is there. It's like the app. It's like the 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 app for the four Fs. What a disaster! It's it's a disaster, but they're trying, right? To yeah, give it give it a year, you know. They're, More than a year, yeah. I think. <laughs> Being but, optimistic. Yeah. So Jay, this has been super fun. Thank, Thank you, you for all of this knowledge, for sharing the experience. Just before we go, I want to ask you one main question, okay. and you're free not to answer. Okay, it. fine. If there's any day we're gonna see Jade having her own industry businesses, or she's gonna <laughs> just stay the superstar of Dasha Real Estate you know, and shining. Am, you know, I am one of the one of the people in life that believe it. Loyalty is so important to me. Like loyalty is. I so, think we're so, twins, so you and important. me. You know, we're twins for sure, definitely. <laughs> and. If it wasn't for James and Lysia, I would not be, yes, of course, it's my hard work and I can't say what would have happened if I went somewhere else, but I wouldn't be exactly where I am today and I'm so, so, so happy. And um, also, the grass is not always greener. I know many agents that were good and they left and they've lost a lot of money trying to, because you're not only selling yourself, you're trying to look for people that will sell like you. Not only that, you it's have the cost, the tough, license, tough. the insurance, exactly. the permits, so, the portals. Like, exactly. Wow. So am I thinking about doing that? Absolutely not. I am very, very happy where I am. I actually like to take my money and invest it to make more money. So that's my game plan. Definitely. And let's see how Def it goes. Definitely let's, you're my let's, friend. Let's, let's, let's see how it works out. Make the commission, but invest exactly. it on property. We yeah. don't have, we yeah. think we have a headache now, which we do, but if we owned our own company, the headache is like 20 times even, you know, more yeah. stress. 
And I'm trying to find that place in my life where I have a balance. So yeah, no plans yet. Of course, sometimes you, you think, you sit back and you think, God, you see some people running companies and you're like, I could do much better. Like people ask me questions all the time, all the time. And they're like, why don't you own a company? And it's like, I, I, I actually think it would be great if I did, but then I'm like, no, no I don't want. You will age no. very quickly, so like, <laughs> exactly. no. You'll see I'm, me I'm tomorrow, I'll be like yeah. 45. <laughs> I'm happy young, live it the way it is. Exactly, no, very happy and yeah. Thank you so much Thank for coming. So much. I really know that you're not really onto social media <laughs> now have being with us and this episode oh. is really amazing thank oh, you for thank sharing you. your experience and for everyone listening to us feel free to reach jade and jade morris and instagram facebook linkedin she's very helpful any question you want to have it whether you are an actual buyer landlord or just wanderer no jade <laughs> will be here to answer any of your questions thank you so much thank for listening you. to this and see you next week in a new episode <laughs>